0: hi it's 420 somewhere welcome to sex and sativa with Alex it's me your favorite ex positive goddess and it's raining like crazy in case you hear like lightning and thunder I don't think you can hear lightning you can see lightning but you hear thunder in case ya thunder claps or whatever it's raining This episode is going to be a very serious episode. I've been meaning to do this episode for a minute and now I finally have the time. This is going to be a great episode. It's Masturbation May and I started a challenge that I was going to try and masturbate every day for the month of May. But this month started with like I mean I started right. I started fine. I think I masturbated every day till like day five. But then my mental health just took like a huge dive. My mental health took a huge dive, so did my libido. And I just really couldn't find it in me to masturbate or play with my toys. Which is silly because I actually got a new toy. My sister gifted me a new toy, so I've been meaning to try it out, and I've played with it, but I haven't, like, masturbated with it like that. I've just seen what it can do. I have not experienced the pleasure it's supposed to give. Um, one of the reasons my mental health um, took a huge dive was this Heine Imorant Durell, I think, I hope I'm getting her name right. Um this really tragic story of a young girl who was looking for a job and somehow ran into the arms of um, dare I say serial killer slash organ trafficker sort of guy sha, sha, sha. um she lost her life um, despite all her attempts at being safe attempt at being safe because as a woman it is always like it's always jumped into your head from the minute you're born. Don't do this Don't do that. Don't wear this. Don't wear that. Don't say this. Don't say that. Don't go here. Don't go there You know all these safety tips you are supposed to have to prevent yourself from Getting sexually assaulted or just basically in trouble down to like Oh, make sure you always have vex money It's just those little reminders that oh little things, little reminders that are like, oh, don't be a victim. You don't, don't do this and you won't be a victim. Nobody's ever telling the um, oppressors or the people who are making us feel like victims, don't do this shit. So it's like, despite she told her friend where she was going, she gave her friend information of where she was going, number of the person she was going to, and she still lost her life. And it's just, it, it threw me off because It just threw me off one the case was widely publicized on social media so every single day I was coming online and saying the um, let's find her let's find her to RIP and it was just like man it was wild and when you know she turned up dead I it just it threw me off it just it just threw me off that and amongst other things I'm facing right now just threw me off Which is kind of, um, which kind of made me think of something that happened to me recently when I was in an Uber. Not Uber, sorry, Boat. I can't remember. That was, I think one of the two. Um, I was in a ride share and the driver, in attempt to be nice, was like, Oh, um, do I want gum? Do I want water? Um, do I want, and I was like, No, I don't want gum, I don't want water. Um, but on my way, I actually stopped to get water on the road, so he felt some type of way that how about he offered me water, he offered me gum. I'm saying no, in fact, that there um, he would have loved to offer me the bottle of wine, the open bottle of wine that was in his car, but that is like most women do Agree to that like, most women don't agree. Most men don't take the bottle of wine. And I was like, Yes, because we're afraid you're going to drug us and rape us. And he was surprised. He was like, Oh, that's actually true, because um the men that enter his car they usually agree and accept the offer of a drink, but women don't agree. Although he recalls um the lady that he carried the day before. Day I was in this cab, she um opened the drink and she was drinking with him and sharing with him. And first of all, I thought I would never want to share a drink with someone that's supposed to be driving me. That's you, that's just me. And secondly, I would never accept a drink from a stranger that I'm just meeting, that's supposed to be driving me somewhere. It's just it just that just sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. I'm not about to do that. So as I was explaining that to him, I was like, Oh yeah ah, uh, that, you understand, that kind of makes sense and you know, you laugh. and I was just like, it's so interesting how that never crosses your mind <laughs> i'm getting emotional that never crosses your mind it never crosses your mind that oh you could be drugged or raped if you take this if you take that i go out I, if i leave a bottle or if i leave a drink there and i don't know the people i'm with even just sometimes even when i know the people i'm with but i have a few strangers i don't i don't like to go back to it i like it's just I go out, if I'm going running in the morning, I go out with uh, my key in my bra, I can't, even though I have my headset on, I can't really play music as loud as I want because I have to be careful that somebody's not going to, while I'm running, slap my ass from his car because that has actually happened. It's just... Anyway, sure. Um, so sorting things through my mental health imbalance and i've not been able to complete my masturbation challenge which is quite sad because this was the first time i was actually like i was challenging myself to something like this especially in the um for the sex positive journey that i'm on and i haven't i didn't complete it i'm going to continue as soon as i get my head in the right space but for right now even as of this moment i'm recording this podcast i just quit cold turkey on this episode of sex Asativa sativa with alex i'm going to be talking about loving your vulva this is for women just heads up um i was i've been meaning to do this episode for like a hot minute now um loving your vulva being in a good relationship with your vulva um but i haven't had the time it just hasn't been sounding right to me um i in the course of research i was doing i came across um, this term designer vagina and i was like huh. designer vagina what is a designer vagina um a designer vagina is is the term it's like an umbrella term of a medical procedure that is cosmetic med- cosmetic medical procedure done on the vagina sorry the vulva Designer vagina is an umbrella term for the cosmetic um, surgical procedure that is done on the vulva. This includes labiaplasty, vagina rejuvenation, amongst many other things. So, when I heard this term designer vagina, I was like... I just kept on asking myself like, what is the difference between this and FGM? because fgm involves um mutilating the female genital area Um, but most times it's for a this silly purity culture sort of thing so that you don't become sexually promiscuous so that you don't cheat on your husband just little little uninformed choices that leads to uninformed opinions and notions that leads to um, fgm happening and in Africa in Nigeria the results of FGM can will lead to like a lifetime of like trauma um I don't want to really go into FGM right now because then it's going to be a whole last conversation I, I don't think I'm emotionally or mentally ready to have but um I just kept on thinking like what is the difference between the whole designer vagina and um FGM now, one of the terms I referred to in designer vagina is labiaplasty. Labiaplasty is a surgery that is done to reduce the outward appearance of the vulva. That is the labia, the major labia, the lips, the pussy lips. Yes, there is actually a surgery that can be done to reduce it. And when I was seeing these terms, I was just like, "What's the actual fuck? why is this something that you would actively want to do but i didn't want to approach this episode with a oh i'm judging you oh how dare you do this to your vagina oh you're wrong i'm right i really genuinely wanted to understand why um a woman in her right mind would opt for a surgery that would reduce the appearance of your vagina your vagina lips and so i took my time and i asked a few people or a few women around like okay if you had the opportunity if you had the money would you get a designer vagina would you like a plastic? some people said no some people said yes and it just got me like so if the money was there this is something you willingly do why And i got multiple like i got different opinions but something i kind of realized is that when we are growing up or when i was growing up i wasn't i i think i said this in my previous episode you're not told that your vagina is your own You're told to take care of of your vagina, you're told to, um, uh, actually I don't think you're told to take care of your vagina, you're told to clean your vagina, um, and that's basically it. Why did I do that now? You're told to... care of your vagina because it's not your own it's for somebody to look at um most women don't even know what their vagina looks like they are not even aware that they should look at their vagina and they don't know how to properly look at their vagina it's it's kind of frustrating that a part of you that is yours that you should own you know that you it, it just came with you like it came with you and you're told over and over again not to like it not to look at it not to touch it and when you can't look at your vagina you can't like your vagina that is not body positivity but then again i'm learning the difference between posi- body positivity and body neutrality so there's more Research to be done, information to be had. Um, back to labiaplasty, The idea of the labia is the outer covering of the vagina. Now, as an African woman, um, not just as an African woman, as a woman in general, all vaginas are different. Every vagina. no no vulva no two vulvas look the same not vagina now before i move forward so that we can all breathe and i can know that i'm doing my job properly or i'm doing this episode properly i want to talk about the difference between the vagina and the vulva now the vulva is what you see it's the entire outside of the vagina The vulva consists of the um labial majora and the labial minora that's the two pussy lips it it involved it also um, consists of the urethra and the vagina opening also the clitoral hood please don't let me forget that clitoral hood and the vagina opening now all these outward things all these things that you can see that is your vulva the parts where you shave where the pubic hair grows that is like that's part of your vulva but the vagina is the canal it's where if you are fucking when you are fucking the dick enters that place that little warm hole where you feel the dick going in and out is the vagina everything outside of that hole is your vulva so basically the vagina is the canal is a muscular canal while the vulva is the outward where to wear so, um, labia plasti in Africa, we have not just in Africa, in black women, we actually have more pronounced. I've seen we have more pronounced, um, labia, labia major at the outside, is always more pronounced, um, and some people are offended by how pronounced the vulva is so women are uncomfortable with the fact that with the fact that they can't see somebody else's vagina for example like when you go to workhouse in the gym or you're running or you're wearing like leggings i've seen women, oh this shows my camel toe oh this is camel toe even myself i actively avoid outfits that would will make my camel toe seem pronounced because why am i showing my camel toe out to the world it is the outside of my vagina there are people that feel it is offensive there are people that feel you are being that it's like you are just openly flaunting your sexuality when your camel come out is you you the way the vulva looks when you're wearing tight clothing so that pussy lips that guys see and oh you got fat pussy lips oh she got fat pussy lips stuff like that so some women actually do have fat pussy lips or more pronounced labia majora and they are not comfortable with that some of these women might actually if they have the option they might actually want to opt for plastic while some might be like nah, there's no need it's already there um for some other women their clitoral hood is actually more pronounced than what is supposed to be the usual which is where i actually seem to be having a problem because what is the usual what is a vulva supposed to look like now women get this wrong idea that because their vulva does not look like what their what a porn stars vulva looks like then obviously let's let's just you know work at it and get a labiaplasty well for some it stems from um discomfort or years of taunting and you know they've been teasing you oh you've got fat pussy lips and there's nothing you can do because it's quite pronounced i've been i'm actually very um should i say i i I've never seem to have that problem i have my vulva is just Seems to be contained where it is. I've never seen to be like, oh, my vulva is more pronounced than usual, except when I'm turned on, which beyond like the vulva just expands, not expands, just swells up a little bit when you're properly turned on. Yes, in case you don't know that, know that now. They like, the way guys seem to get like their dick gets harder and longer and bigger if when you are properly turned on, the vulva will. Big and I don't expect expand like I see a bee stung you or some shit. Like I know, expand just increase a little bit. get hard, my sensitive, and all that shit. Women that opt for labiaplasty have a myriad of reasons for doing so. Women that opt for designer vagina um, have a myriad of reasons for doing so. But the designer vagina trend is mostly because um, some celebrities boast about, oh, you know, they've gotten their vagina fixed, they've gotten their vulva fixed, it's now pretty, it looks like what the books are telling you a vulva is supposed to look like, what your favorite porn star who is completely shaven and has her overlooking like that of a child small tiny that's what it looks like but one of the disadvantages I learned from or I got from this whole vulva is you can actually have damaged oh God, I'm so exhausted. you can actually have damaged nerve endings from um, the surgery some of the, the some of the side effects of these surgeries labiaplasty and getting designer vagina is not the best because you're trying to get a fit and proper vagina in your own opinion and you end up damaging the nerves of your vagina you can't get wet anymore it's just it's never it's not always the best and that's something that when you're getting surgeries, nobody ever seems to advise you or tell you that hey the negatives might actually outweigh what you perceive to be the benefits but then again i don't really know what or how what will push you to get um something like that done because i'm fine and i don't have those sort of problems like when you don't identify it's like for example now oh um somebody having this Stupid nerve to the guys or to be like, Oh, why are the LGBTQ in Nigeria um always showing themselves and then claim they are being persecuted? Like my guy, you're not in that like you don't belong to that category, you don't identify as an LGBTQ, um member of the LGBTQ community. So how can you really know that they are not being persecuted? I've had like um somebody lady who enjoys sleeping with other women tell me that she is afraid of holding her friend or her partner's hands in public she's afraid of hugging her partner in public because you know in case someone knows that she's gay um it could be like a whole last thing whereas i go about just aimlessly kissing my girlfriends like oh my god beautiful and i don't think it's a big deal i for example sometimes when I was younger, I used to do this thing where I would be like, Oh, share your lip gloss with me and then we'll kiss on the lips and am like, mmm, mwah, 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 Thank you. And I do that without thinking twice because I don't, I'm not expecting anybody to be like, Oh my God, you're kissing a woman here, yeah, we're going to stone you, we're going to rape you. No, it doesn't occur to me. I live my life without that fear. Whereas somebody else lives their life with that fear of being um harassed in public which is the nicest thing to be very honest like the nicest thing that can happen if you someone accuses you of being a lesbian so i really can't identify i really don't know why i would want to change my vagina because i'm fine with how my vagina looks I don't have a problem with how my vagina looks. This is another thing about this. this apart from designer vagina and and um, vag shells, um, it's like facials for your vagina, spas, or it. I never really understood the idea behind vag shells because I just thought vagina uh, shells were um, whitening of the vagina, and that was it. I don't have hyperpigmentation around. I don't have bumps around my vulva. I it's fine. When i get rid of my hair it doesn't have bumps or anything it's fine whereas some women have to deal with um in like ingrowth and bumps on their vagina and discoloration and lots of other things that make you feel like oh i'm not so comfortable again which is fine not necessarily fine it's kind of understandable because as a woman every day you're finding something that you seem to not like about your body if you are bleaching your thighs because they seem to be darker than that part of your ear or you're just taking a bikini picture someone's like ah that your bikini area is black oh ah your armpit is black oh my guy i'm an african woman i'm going to have hyper fucking deal with it or face your fucking front like there's just no two ways about it and that's the same way i feel about my vagina either you deal with it or you face your front but some people don't have that um deal with it attitude because they've been told or it's been repeated to them over and over again your vagina needs to be fixed or your vagina should be fixed if there's an option fix it when there's absolutely nothing wrong with how your vagina looks no two no two vulvas are the same I keep on interchanging the word vulva and vagina bear with me no two vulvas are the same no two vulvas are going to look alike your vulva will never look like your friend's own your friend's own will never look like your own it is just completely different And when we keep on having notions, like, oh, there's there's, there's, something wrong with the way my vulva looks or something wrong with my vulva looks, because you're not even looking at it well enough to be like, okay, my vulva looks fine. some men don't know what their vaginas look like they don't know what it's supposed to look like so anything that is that seems a little bit off you know their vagina is deformed according to them whereas some women actually have like a different vulva appearance than what is mainstream normal and they think oh it's it's wrong i need to fix this honestly you don't but me just telling you on this podcast that you don't need to fix your vulva is not going to help. It's not going to automatically be like bibidi babidi boo. Okay, I'm fine with how my vagina looks like or how my vulva looks like because I even fine with how your body looks like. have so much insecurities and so many oh i rather fix this i rather fix that for all i tout body positivity and you know love your body love yourself accept yourself there are times actually right now at this point in my life i haven't been working out in a minute so um i've added a little bit of weight and i just don't like it it's some of the reasons i'm I'm actually quite unhappy right now because I don't like how my body looks. I know I need to work on that. I know I need to... Which is silly because going from someone that had a whole last nude photo shoot last year to now, like, yeah, I don't like what my body looks like. And this is not a, oh, I don't like how my body looks like. And then, you know, I, I genuinely don't like how my body looks like right now. I don't... I don't enjoy taking pictures of my full body of myself and my full body because I just don't like it. So I have to constantly take like in a way I have to constantly take those pictures to tell myself you must be fine with it it is your body it is the vessel that is helping you navigate the day-to-day existence that you are that you are you know involved in so you have to like your body I am consciously me ma- I'm consciously reminding myself every single day to like my body how do you love your vulva no because really where do you want to start from is it daily affirmations i remember this episode of um sex and city where charlotte was having um went to the hospital and was told her vagina was depressed i remember laughing in that episode and just thinking oh white people problems how can your vagina be depressed really all the things that is depressing you is your vagina that is depressing you and you know i laughed about it and she took some medication you know and after it was the end of the episode you know everything was fine in her hookah and everything was all right a magical world. but now that i am older i kind of get it though like i understand how you could have a depressed vagina how are you taking care of your vagina and i don't mean just Washing and um, you know, washing and getting rid of the washing and trimming, just high basic hygiene stuff. How are you taking care of your vagina? Are you fully appreciating your vagina for what it does for you, for what it's doing to you? Um, depressed vagina. How are you taking care of your vagina? How are you appreciating your vagina? What it does for you? Are you, um, I know you can not take your vagina on a vacation but have you given it a break? And I'm not just saying give me a break from fucking. Have you, do you take time to air out your vagina? I will go back to how you appreciate your vagina much much later. But, um, some of the most googled questions about the vulva, Kind of made me realize how much because we don't talk about our vulva, there's nobody telling you that it's fine, there's nobody reassuring that it's fine, it's only hush, 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 hush kind of thing. Um, so many men go on the internet and ask like a lot of questions, like, one is my vulva normal? What does a normal vulva vagina look like? What is a vagina steamer? Which is like, see. We just have to do away with the whole idea of vagina steaming. It does not work. It will never work. You are just introducing moisture into your vagina which is extra moisture that your vagina needs. Why are you steaming your vagina? Your vagina is not comb. Your vagina is also not your hair. So why do you feel if you steam your vagina it's going to do something for you? All those people who are selling like all these yoni herbs and whatever, oh when you steam your vagina it automatically tightens. It's bullshit. It's trash. It's nonsense. And if you genuinely appreciate and want the healthy vagina, stop steaming your vagina. Some of the questions are what is your real vagina name? how to lighten the vagina this one came up very very well how to lighten the vagina um where is the female vagina what does in i think i've said what is the normal vagina looks like all these questions are just like questions that show that women most women are not comfortable with what the idea of vagina looks like and if it doesn't look like what is shown in books or what all the porn stars their vagina looks like, then obviously their vagina is off. Oh, ah, your vagina is, your pussy's pink. Ah, my is not pink, oh? And so you think, how do I make my pussy pink? There's so many, so many wrong information so many wrong opinions about the vagina and what the vulva should look like and what the vulva should feel like and blah 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 blah. it doesn't have to be that way you need to be in it you need to have a good relationship with your vulva that includes one not using anything willy-nilly and inserting into your vagina oh this 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 crystal is going to make your vagina tight Whoop! inserting it oh this is going to make your vagina smell like roses Whoop! you're using it oh this is going to make your vagina tight all these silly 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 things that song will tell you a friend of a friend of a friend used and it's fine and you'll be like okay good you can use it and you use it and you end up giving yourself stuff that you're not even aware you end up Damaging your vagina except you don't really feel the damage like immediately it might be later. I Remember the first time I tried to douche um they were i always told myself you know vagina douching is the best is another way to it's, a, it's an extra way to be cleaning your vagina when you douche your vagina and i got a a douching gel or whatever and i inserted it into my vagina first day you know smelling like what did i buy peach it was smelling like peaches second day it was smelling like peaches and then the third day i stopped i think I. i think yeah i said this in a previous podcast i stopped because um one i i wanted to have sex and i couldn't get wet like i couldn't find my natural lubrication natural lubrication miss. so that was means i stopped another thing was the inks, my vagina was actually cutting like i felt cut in my vagina not my vulva in my vagina you know okay when a guy has like fingernails and then he's fingering you and then you cut yourself inside your vagina cut. Ugh, cuts in your vagina take you a shit ton of time to heal and it's mad uncomfortable and then when you pee you feel like ah 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 not that just nobody confuses me deep you the pee doesn't come out of the vagina It just when you pee and you have a cut there <laughs> just feel it more the pee comes out of a different hole take him up. i know what i'm saying anyway you need to be in a good relationship with your vulva you need to have a good relationship with your vulva how do you go about having a good relationship with your vulva first of all respect your vulva respect your vagina okay it is there for you it serves a purpose for you not for anybody else for you take time let your vagina breathe you don't have to wear panties all the time honestly sometimes don't wear after you, you're done taking a shower just stay especially like in the evening and it could be hard stay or if you're wearing boxers like wear those really loose fitting boxers nothing just holding your vulva don't wear your thongs don't wear your g-strings don't wear your boy shorts they're not necessary all the time let your vulva breathe let your vagina breathe another thing is and the most important thing here is acceptance like that's just the long and short of it all like it's acceptance you have to accept that this is the vagina you were born with this is the vagina that you came with and deal with it that's just it acceptance you need to be positive about the vagina the way your vagina looks, the way your vulva looks, you need to be positive about it. You need to learn to be okay with it. And then my it's not a one day process. It's an entire step. The way your vagina looks, the way your vagina smells, the way your vagina feels is for you. You need to learn to accept it. Your vagina will thank you. Just say. Anyway, I don't really I think I've said as much as I can about um loving your vulva oh, i don't think i said enough about loving your vulva. you need to love your vulva as long as you're it, all you need to love your vulva you need to be in a good relationship with your vulva because it is what you have it is what you identify as now loving your vulva after something like um fgm I don't know much about I'm still doing research on so I really can't give advice when I don't have enough advice. But there are sexuality professionals and sexuality educators, especially here in Nigeria, that can help you, you know, start the process. Actually, like I do offer some services like that, so you know, start you on the process of accepting, loving and enjoying your vulva. It is yours. It's not just there for you to make babies and, you know, for you to for it to be a reason why you identify as a woman and why you're not a man. No. A vulva is a part of you. Same way you have arms and legs and you have armpits and you have a mouth and you have a nose and you have eyes. It's a part of you. If it doesn't work the way you want it to work, then see someone about it. And I'm not just talking about people that you know give you the impression I you know what I'm doing. I'm talking about like real as professionals. See someone about it. Let them help you. Let them advise you. Let them coach you. You don't wake up one day and learn and love your over and everything represents, especially when it's not something you're used to doing. It is a gradual process. You might stay back. You might, you know, backslide. You might move forward. But you need to be in a good. You need to have a good relationship with your lover. That's what I'm saying. Have a good relationship with your lover. Thank you so much for listening to this video some episode of Sex and Sativa with Alex. I'm still your favorite sex-positive goddess. Um, go follow me on Instagram at sexpositivegoddess, one word, no underscore. I post really awesome sex-positive content there, as well as Twitter at sexsativa. Thank you so much for listening. Don't say to share with your friends, your family, whoever you think might benefit from this episode. I would appreciate it. My listeners would appreciate it, and they would appreciate it. I'm sorry, come your way again next time. Bye for now.